package today from that website that you told us about, Rich, oh. that was having the, the Famicom and Super Famicom games for sale. Yeah, I have an interesting story oh, about that. I'm still that. waiting on mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so well, tell us mine, about your package, Sean. Mine came today and everything was uh, intact and looked great. I got what I hope is a bunch of good stuff. I got uh, Dragon Quest Four and uh, Slapstick and Torneco's Dungeon and I got... Uh, what is it? Frontier Saga one and two, both complete in box. Awesome, and they're all—they were all three dollars a piece, right? Yeah, all three dollars a piece. Now the shipping did kill me. The shipping was basically as much as the order itself was. So, yeah, figure six bucks a piece, basically. But yeah. I, th- I think still worth it. Yeah, I think you still got a good deal on that. I think the site was—wasn't it like Retro Japan or something? That I think that's what it was. Yeah, I hate that oh. I can't like. Plug the I site. Think, I, I think, think it was. Job. Wasn't it Retro Gamer Japan? Could be. Could be. I, I know that um, Duke from Collector Cast sent um, sent us a text, and so I passed it on to you guys because I know a lot of us have really been into uh, Super Famicom collecting lately. It seems um, the four of us. Uh, Steven's not on this call, but um, the four of us um, have have really been you know into it. So. Um, yeah, and it is RetroGamerJapan.com. Okay, cool. Yeah, and check it out. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely recommend them at this point. I'm happy yeah. with what I got. Cool. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, you never know what condition you're going to get in. But um, after I ordered, I got a, I, I got an email. After I ordered, I sent you guys um, you know, a message to, so that you guys could order off the site. And I got an email saying that, um, I guess it was the next day, in the morning, uh, that Bahamut Lagoon was out of stock and that they couldn't send it to me. Did you get a similar email, Floyd? I didn't get anything you like bastard. that. bastard. If you I, get that game, I'm going to be so pissed. I, I'm kind of hoping I got the last one now. So um, you guys ordered it at the same time or what? Uh, I know. I know I ordered mine before he ordered his because I, yeah. I ordered my stuff and then I sent you guys <laughs> the message. Oh, wow. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll find one. I'm just teasing Floyd. I just want to make him feel I know. bad. Um, <laughs> uh, no, nothing yeah, on his part. Lagoon is not too hard to come by. No, and it's not a very so. expensive game. Mm-hmm. So I just I just like to tease him. But I did end up um, getting, I think, one Famicom game because, as you know, my Famicom collection is probably close to 200, if not more now. And so um, I'm just sort of collecting the games um, that, are, that are decent that didn't, um, you know, make it over here. So... Um, um, and, and a few, um, you know, games, um, Japanese games that, um, that I like, you know, on the, on the Nintendo, you know, I'll grab a few every once in a while. So that's cool. What did you end up getting from them, Floyd? Uh, I ordered Bahamut Lagoon, yep. probably the last one in stock <laughs> and, um, Treasure Hunter G, yep. um, which is another, another RPG that didn't make it out here. Oh, that's um, nice, actually. I've been, that's one I don't have yet. That would have been a good grab. Yeah, it's got a, an, an interesting sort of battle system where you kind of move your guys. It's almost grid-based, but it's it's almost, it's almost like a, a hybrid of grid-based and um, like live, uh, or like, yeah, live-action RPG, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then Wonder Project J, which is sort of like a point-and-click um I don't know, point and click adventure game. Um, 
You uh, you oh, play this. Oh, <laughs> somebody's playing Pokemon Go. No, I'm trying to. The servers have been down. Oh, today. yep. But anyway, too. foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, but Wonder, so Wonder Project, Project J, J had a, a really cool premise. Floyd, tell us about yeah. that. So you you uh, play as a robot, or you you guide this robot, and this robot is like an android that's supposed to blend in with the human population. So it's uh, the robot has to learn uh emotions and you know like social norms and whatnot and the game covers things like uh um basically like a lot of social um stigmas you know ostracization and uh you know exclusion inclusion stuff like that so you know it's probably going to be one big metaphor of uh you know just you know, socially accepting one another and loving one another. I hear the working title for this game was Detroit Zero. Probably. <laughs> this probably was uh, David Cage's prototype of uh, Detroit Become Human. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I can't remember the name of the game I got. It's some little, like, robot platformer. Um, just can't can't think of the name of it. It's, you know, just odd, very odd niche name. Um, but um, I did have some luck today. Uh at the thrift stores, went to the thrift stores today, and uh, picked up, I don't know, do you guys remember these, um, uh, like, speak and spell, speak and mass, speak and read, little oh, units yeah. that Texas Instruments put out? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, picked, I don't remember them, but I know of them. Yeah, I picked up a speak and read for a dollar today, and it, it actually works, so oh. it's pretty crazy. Nice. But uh, And then I went to another thrift store, and um, somebody had unloaded, oddly, a ton of uh, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and original Xbox uh, demo discs, um, like from official uh, PlayStation magazine. And there were a bunch of them, but they were selling them for like $3 a piece. They were all sealed um, mm-hmm. in the little like nice packs and everything. Someone had, I guess, you know, had just <laughs> collected these and was getting rid of them. Um, I only grabbed one, uh, which is a shame because if they were like a dollar piece, I would have, you know, grabbed them and definitely, um, you know, shared the goodness, but I just didn't know like if I could get my money back on these and, um, they had so many that $3 a piece was a little much. Um, but I did grab June, 2001 for uh, official us PlayStation magazine and it has a demo of, uh, Klonoa on it. Um, great, great game. Oh, really? Yeah. That must be cool. Yeah, and so I'm really excited about that, um, just because it's a game that's sort of been on my radar, but it's one I've never played, and so I want to, you know, this at least will give me a chance to try it out uh, before that, so I was excited. And uh, I picked up and put down the uh, uh, demos for uh, Medieval and Medieval 2. Um, they weren't, like, specifically for Medieval and for Medieval 2. They had other games on them as well, Um Unlike like the Shadow of the Colossus demo I have, that's you know the single demo, uh, but it was still it was still pretty cool, and you know I'm I'm very fond of that game, so I picked them up and put them down, uh, so, but uh, just didn't want to you know put the money into it, but demos are really cool. I think they I like hold yeah. a, a special place in a lot of gamers' hearts for the fact that when you were younger, sometimes you would have gotten a system for. Christmas or your birthday or whatever mm-hmm. that you got one game with it, but it also came with uh, a demo disc. Mm-hmm. Like the the demo disc that I got that came with my PlayStation One, I played. It had Metal Gear Solid on it, which was really cool. A demo for Metal yep. Gear Solid, I saw a few and of those it was today. all um, 
with the Japanese voice acting. Like, I guess it, it was so early they didn't have wow. the English voice acting on it yet. Very cool. And I must have played through that thing, you know, hundreds of times just because mm. of how amazing it was at the time. Yeah, and that was the cool thing, too, about, you know, with the disc era, from going from the cartridge to the disc era, was that magazines could now... Um, could put these discs inside these magazines inside you know these cellophane you know wrappers yeah. around the magazines and they could actually so cheap send demo disc and and what a great you know marketing tool for the time um, yeah and there's a lot of them i can't even come up i can't name one off the top of my head but there's demo discs that have demos for games that never got released hmm. that you know or games that never even came close to release some things some demo discs have like secret unlockables you know wow. like they're they're it's kind of fascinating i may have to look into that and uh make a stop by tomorrow <laughs> you know after um after work um because it's on yeah, the way I would home definitely take a I, I would definitely do like some kind of google search i know yeah. there's people who are way more into this than i even am but yeah. it's yeah. uh it's it's fascinating what what got put on demo discs back then you yeah know? Yeah. Very cool stuff. Yeah, and, you know, at $3 a pop, you know, and they had so many, I just didn't, you know, I just, I, I, I'm I not worried about, like, you know, I'm not trying to make money, but if I could, you know, get my money back and, and help someone out that actually collects that sort of stuff, you know, that, yeah. that would be, I, w- I would be happy to do that, you know. Um, so, but, you know, I figured a dollar a piece and, uh, and she said, oh, the girl, oh, this is a game. That's what's $3. And she acted like she couldn't believe it was $3. So what I might do is just maybe go grab them. And I'm like, look, I'll buy all these for a dollar a piece or 50 cents a piece. These aren't really games. These are demo discs. They don't have full games on them. And so maybe, maybe they can work something out with me. Who knows? So that's a good point. Try that. Cause yeah. they, like a lot of these thrift stores just say like, you know, if it's a game or if it's a DVD, it's a flat price of like $3, $5, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. It's, you know, it's a game, it's five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And at the Goodwill that I got the um, on the Speak and Read at, I actually got a copy of Sonic Adventure on Dreamcast for $1.50. Um, it does not have the uh, the booklet in the front, shame, but it does have the, uh, the back insert in the disc. Looks pretty decent, so... Um, not a big Sonic fan, but I may pass that along to someone who may want it or maybe it can help complete their set, you know? So. Nice. A little trade bait, maybe, as well. So, huh. <sighs> so this is uh, officially our sort of our second sidecast. I'm sort of surprised that we've decided to do this so soon <laughs> after our <laughs> E3. Uh, we were really tickled, you know, and excited to, to do our E3 sidecast and um, something actually from that E3 sidecast that we actually discussed and, uh, you know, maybe we could put a, a clip of that in here at some point. Um, oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I would, I'd be interested to compare like our thoughts on it now and like what we talked about in our, uh, in our E3 uh, podcast. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, and, and uh, how we feel about that. So, uh, but um, do you guys remember what your, um, well, I, I guess I should state first that this is a Pokemon Go uh, sidecast. And um, the three of us, um, Sean and, and myself, uh, adopting it much earlier than Floyd. I think you've been playing it for a few days, right? 
Uh, yeah, it officially launched in Canada on Sunday. So you guys had about, I think, a 10 or 12 day head start on me. Yeah. Well, no wonder it's screwed yeah. up now. I mean, leave it to you Canadians to screw everything up that we love <laughs> in America. <laughs> uh, so um, so I, I, do you guys remember like what your sort of original thoughts were on the game? Like what, what you thought about it when we were spoken the E3 cast? You recall? Uh, I'm going to assume we were like, skeptical and cynical about (laughs) it thinking ah i'm too old for pokemon this you know this is not going to be for me and it's a cell phone game and it's not going to be fun yeah Uh, no but i I think we all have i think we all have to uh eat our words now not all well floyd i think that if i remember correctly you had some interesting ideas about what would what could be what the potential for the game was and you were you hit some of them right on the money so yeah I'm, i thought I, that was kind of interesting i mentioned something about the ge- geocaching too and that, that right right, right. But, didn't i say there'd be like um tours or like travel yeah travel yeah. things on it yeah uh, but sean you said there was already like meetups and clubs and stuff for this Oh yeah, uh, here in Austin, I'm I'm part of two Facebook groups for Pokemon Go in Austin, and there's always people offering to drive other people around, people who want to do meetups. Uh, some people want to meet only members of their own team, which is kind of funny and awesome. <laughs> like Team Mystic meetup, it's it's very funny. But and yeah. I see like uh, you know walking tours, um, you know, because there's a lot of uh, what are called nests and probably getting way ahead of ourselves here uh but yeah to put it simply a lot of the things that you were talking about floyd actually have come to fruition and i I remember my reaction was just like i didn't see the trailer and and the first i heard of this was on the air with you guys so i i had almost no opinion like oh it -hmm. it could be neat like an ar cell phone game with pokemon that could be fun yeah i remember and you know, just my my stance on it was, I mean, I, I was actually excited about this. Um, I remember being a little excited about this, which was strange because I don't like Pokemon at all. Um, I've never been a fan. I'm, you know, just I'm kind of aged out of it. My, my brother, who's 12 years younger than me, was obsessed with it as a kid. And to me, it just seemed like, oh, he's a kid. He's obsessed with it. I was in college when it came out. Um, I was a senior in college, actually. And I was just like, you know, kind of, you know, just moving on. You know, I'm not going to, uh, uh, well, I guess I was a senior when the card game kind of came out uh, or, or, or was really big um, and just never had an interest in it. Um, but with the um, the Pokemon Go, I, I like the whole idea, the premise of it to, you know, walk around and sort of collect. And you know, I'm, I'm a collector at heart. I have the collecting nature, uh, you know, big reason I'm a part of RF Generation, I guess. Um, and so that really appealed to me and you know, sort of the exercise aspect of it as well and, and moving around and getting outside. Um, so um, I was excited about the time and um, uh, learned that the app was free one day. Uh, I think Bill had mentioned it um, and uh, downloaded it and just from there, you know, plan a ton of it, <laughs> plan it every day. Yeah, totally. I think it took me about... It took me a day. I, I actually didn't realize that when we did the E3 sidecast also that the release of this game was so imminent. Like right. I thought it was some far off thing. Sure. I didn't realize that I Same would be here. obsessed with it, you know, two weeks later. Um, but yeah, I, I, a coworker of mine was playing it and he sh- just showed me his screen with the map. And I was like, oh, that's the real world map. Like that's 
our office right right there like yeah. oh okay now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm starting to see it right. come together and i downloaded it right then and there and he just walked me through like the basic mechanics and i haven't put it down since unless i'm forced to by the server issues which we'll <laughs> we'll get to <laughs> yeah i'm sure we will um, so what kind of history, I mean, I, I kind of briefly explained my history with the, the Pokemon franchise. What, what type of history do you guys have with it? You can go ahead. Well, Floyd, cause I know you okay. Can... Um, yeah, I guess because I, I do have a history with, uh, with Pokemon cause I, I you know, I was the right age when the show right. came out. You're my brother's and the age. Card game. So, yeah, yep. right. So, um, you know, I watched the show. I well, now regrettably, regrettably made my parents buy me the cards. I I don't know what I was thinking back then, but um, yeah, I think I had blue first, and then I got yellow. Okay. Um, just because you know I had to have Pikachu walking behind me. Um, and then uh, there was one for the Game Boy Color. I can't remember which one that was. There's silver and the the gold, right? Right. Well, I think I got silver just, you know, because I think what it was a new area and new uh, new Pokemon. So and Crystal was on there too, right? Right. right. Yeah, no, no, that's right. I didn't have Crystal though. And I, I dropped off after the Game Boy Color era and I, mm-hmm. I, I really stopped caring about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I surprised myself to, to, you know, be actually interested in this and, you know, you know, be, you know, be, you know, I like I, I'm looking up like because, you know, I'm so late to the party on this, mm-hmm. you know, I have to have to go online and look up, you know, OK, got an egg. What do I do with this? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and I guess in, in typical Pokemon fashion, there's like no explanation of anything. Mm hmm. Uh, like you fire it up and you create your character and then there's just a really basic rundown of, you know, you got to walk around in the real world and this is how you catch Pokemon. Uh, you know, that thing over there is a gym. Mm-hmm. Once you get to level five, you can train and fight in the gym. Yeah. But really they, you know, they, you know, give you the, give you uh, your starter Pokemon set, say off you go. You know, it's, it's a cool way to mimic the like in-game thing in real life. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's what they're going for. Right. Um you you're a Pokemon trainer and uh that's that's what you're doing. You're running around catching Pokemon like you would, you know, in the game or uh as they do on the, the cartoon. And uh that's what people have really always wanted and um, you know, they've done a they've done a nice job with it. And and you mentioned mm-hmm. that they don't really give you instruction, but the game's really not com- complex. I mean, there's not a lot as far to do it. You know, with the menus. No, it's really basic. Very basic, very few items. Um, mm-hmm. it, it becomes pretty easy to figure out. if you cl- Like, if you click on a gym before you're level 5, it's going to tell you, oh, you can't go there until you're level 5, right? Right. So, But I think the, the learning curve comes from, uh, like, the items. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you click on an item and, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know what it does. It gives you a, it gives you a brief description of it, too. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, some of them you don't really know when to use them or how to use them at, mm-hmm. at first. But, uh it's kind of a learning experience, or and and that helps. I th- I think that kind of helps with the social aspect of the game, like talking to other people. Oh, well, what do I do? How do I do this? Um, and and that that may be where we sort of go next with this conversation. Oh, we we need to uh, we actually need to get uh, Sean's history a little bit with the Pokemon first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. I wanted to jump in here because I actually don't um, I don't have a history with Pokemon. It was just 
just slightly the wrong generation for me. Mm-hmm. I, I was a Game Boy kid growing up, but mm-hmm. I, I just missed it. It was kind of like I was a Ninja Turtles kid and not a Power Rangers kid. So mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, whatever, Super Mario and everything that came before Pokemon. And when Pokemon was starting to blow up, I was just a little bit too old for mm-hmm. it and never got into it. But I'm, I'm actually kind of curious, Rich, you, maybe you can answer this question yourself. But I'm sure. going to say for myself... <clears throat> I've gotten into the Pokemon like universe because of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think whereas when I was a when I was young, I was just not keyed into like this kind of thing, whatever it is. And now I am into uh, RPGs, I'm into anime, I'm into, you know, cutesy, girly, kiddish kind of stuff in my video games. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, I'm eating it up. I actually started playing Pokemon Black on the DS and I, I'm loving it. Like it's, it's a lot of fun. It's colorful. It's, it's, it's just cute. It, it I don't know. And, and my wife and I are watching uh, Pokemon X and Y, one of the more recent, uh, versions of the the anime and we're, <laughs> we're really loving it so cool i'm wondering rich have you decided to delve into pokemon other than the the game at this point <laughs> um you know i i don't know i mean what what i've thought and and maybe i'll do i i do love my game boy so i, I have considered um picking up the um the three early titles uh red blue yellow uh for the game boy um but other than that I don't think I'll go any further than that. Um, as as I've talked to other people, and uh, Floyd included, and I think you mentioned this, Floyd, a lot of the, you know, you got into it at first, you enjoyed the the early games on the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color, but then it became a lot of sort of rinse and repeat um, type, yeah, of, no, type no, of thing. Yeah, no, no, that's right, um, yeah. And, and I think that's probably improved, uh, you know, with the um, other generation consoles, you know, having more mm-hmm. to do and things like that, but... Um, I would I would be interested in the um, the more retro titles, um, but I don't think I have any interest in the new stuff. Um, you know, really no interest in the cartoons. Um, um, my kids are really getting into it, and and that's cool. Um, you know, if they enjoy it, of course I'm not gonna I'm not the kind of father that's gonna be like, oh no, you can't do that because I I don't like that. You know, I mean I'm. Not big into Harry Potter either, but I bought them <laughs> the DVD for a dollar today. You know, the the second one they've been wanting to see it. So, um, you know, I, I definitely support what they want to do. And if I if I get into the uh, the newer games, it would be probably through them, um, I think. But um, I, I would like to sort of revisit these classics at some point, um, and and you know just kind of check them out. Hopefully, when all the hype dies down, because from what I understand from retro stores. You can't find these games, and I'm I'm sure that the price has skyrocketed on these early titles. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. yeah. And I think because of this, a lot of people are feeling really nostalgic. Like mm-hmm. I, I should say, a lot of people in that like mid twenties to early thirties age group are feeling really nostalgic for Pokemon right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah, and and it's, I mean, that's one thing I sh- we should we should mention too. I mean, this is kind of the this is kind of the perfect time to release this game. I mean, you've got people. Who are older, who um, you know, not only have more disposable income now that were kids uh, when this came out, uh, but now you've got that fan base that's coming back to it. Um, we had some discussion on our threads, and uh, you know, some people saying, "Well, you know, uh, 
older people are never going to play this game. People that don't have kids are never going to play this game. Um, you know, I can't speak for people that don't have kids because I, I do have kids, but I would have played this even if I didn't have kids. I would have tried this out. Yeah. But because mm-hmm. I was really hyped up about it after seeing it at E3. Um, I have a security guard <laughs> at my work who is in his late 50s who plays this game and talks to us about it all the time. Every time I walk in and out of the building, he's talking about it. He came in the break room today to make some coffee, and I could hear the music on his phone because, as I've mentioned before, we have a Pokestop at my work. It, it is actually a Pokestop. So, um, mm, that's convenient. So jealous of that. <laughs> yeah. Of all. Oh, man, I, get, I mean, it's no problem getting uh, uh, Pokeballs you know, at any time I need them. Um, and then my, uh, my boss plays, she plays, she gets some for her kids, but obviously I can tell by talking to her so much that she's into it. And another one of my coworkers plays and we talk about it constantly, probably drive the other people who don't play nuts, but, <laughs> um, but we're, That's we're awesome. always like comparing like our Pokedexes and stuff. Oh, I got this one today. And, um, and I'll have to admit, I might have, uh, put up a module at our, um, at the, um, Pokestop at my place of work <laughs> a few times it's funny there's a there's a complex across the street from where i work that is uh gated so you can't get in without access and there's a pokey stop in there and whoever works there they're always dropping lures and it's like oh man you guys like but yeah i totally get like the the camaraderie that the, actually, you know, before we start talk talk about that in general, I, just, I had an interesting observation about the ages of uh, the people who are playing this mm-hmm. game. And I'll just throw it out there that I'm 35 years old and I do not have kids. Uh, my wife is a little bit older than I am and she mm-hmm. is not into Pokemon at all before this. And as a matter of fact, I started playing the game a few days before she did. And uh, she was kind of, not looking down her nose at me, but kind of, you know, making fun of me. Uh, like, oh, I wonder if there's any Pokemon at the grocery <laughs> store. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, okay. So then that day, actually driving home from the grocery store, I was like, here, like, hold my phone. If you see anything pop up on the screen, tap it, and I'll tell you what to do after that. So I got her into like catching him for me while I was driving, and that that was the end of the story. She downloaded it right then and there, like, and. <laughs> Now we're in a, a friendly competition together, but sure. Um, the the one thing that I would just throw throw out there that I found extremely interesting. I, I went to an anime convention last weekend, um, and I was texting you guys like, "Oh, this is going to be insane! Like, there's Poke Stops around the hotel. It's going to be Lure City a, a day and night." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But actually, I went. Um, it it went from Friday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I actually took a half day at work on the Friday to go there. And the, uh, the attendance of, of the convention was really young. It skewed to like, uh, I would say, 15 and 16-year-olds, teenagers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were kind of turning their nose up at the game. I, I heard people talking about it. And uh, some of the younger teenagers wanted nothing to do with it and thought it was stupid, thought it was dangerous. Like, it's funny, like <laughs> they would say the things that adults would say about video games when I was a kid. You know they would I mean? say the same thing about Pokemon that I was saying about it when I was in college. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, exactly. that's, that's what it is. I mean, and it's, it's just, it's, it's, 
Is you that can see like life? where it <laughs> skips generations. Uh-huh. Like the, the really young teenagers aren't into it. Really young kids are into it. Adults are into it. People in their twenties are into it. Like, right? It's uh, it's very very fascinating. Yeah, I would say the demographic from about sixteen to twenty five. It was probably the least, probably the probably the group from what I've seen is you know the least playing it. People twenty five and over are, are more into it than the the um, the group you know, like 25 to 16. And then, like you said, younger kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's that's right on the money. Yeah. And, and I think, and like, you know, like I said, I think that's just a just a, a normal reaction, you, you know, going into adulthood, you know, and trying to take on more adult responsibility and, and, and adult things and trying to, you know, be more of an adult, going out, you know, drinking and, you know, partying and things like that, meeting, you know, um, meeting significant others and, you know, that, that point in your life, you know, you're doing a lot of that. And so, you know, it, on a list of importance, you know, um, it's probably not the, you know, the highlight of it at that age, but for people that are, you know, a little past that and, you know, um, you know, just in sort of having fun with it and then, you know, enjoying the, um, you know, their life and getting out and, and doing things, it's a lot of fun. So I think, so that that's sort of what I think about the demographic who's playing. I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts on that. Yeah, I don't know. What's it like in Canada, Floyd? Yeah. Like how Good what point. kind of people have you seen out there? Um well, really um I don't know how many people waited for the actual release, but uh I know you know thousands upon thousands must have just uh you know sideloaded it onto their phones. Mhm. Um which, uh, you know, may not be the best idea because apparently those are, you know, super, um, they're not, not that they're buggy, but they're like, you know, lots of viruses and, and whatnot in, in those versions. But, um, you know, so, so there are people in Canada who, who, you know, kind of got a head start. Um, but, uh, no, cause like, I guess all the people who did wait, uh, were only sort of like f- four days into playing. So, um, I don't know. And, and being in a really suburban area, you know, it's, I, oh, yeah. you know, I, I, that's one thing that I was thinking about the other day when I was just sort of going out for a stroll is that like, there's not much, um, like I know randomly a Pokemon will pop up, but you know, there's not much to, um, to do, or at least not, not many places to go in mm-hmm. within the game in a suburban area. I'm sure you know, it's great in like a downtown core or right. where, where there's a lot of monuments or where there's a lot of, um, you know, um, I don't know, not uh, I was going to say banks, but uh, what uh, what what are they using for gyms? Are, are they like places of like significance for the city or? Well, the one by me is a public park. OK. Um, yeah. And crazy enough it was one that i didn't even realize it was there it's less than a block away from my house Mm -hmm. and it's just there's this nice little park there i've been living here for months and i had no idea it was there so um yeah so i i mean should we probably because we're getting into some of the things that would would be best explained like later on in the conversation should we get more into the mechanics of the game kind of because if I mean if somebody somehow doesn't know what Pokemon Go is yet, like maybe we should explain sure. the actual game and the app. So it's 
It's basically an AR game, which is aug- augmented reality, which which means it uses your um, it uses your actual real life environment in mm-hmm. in in many different ways. Actually, when most people think of AR games, they're thinking of the camera being used in the game, which is part of this game. But the other big part that's augmented reality is, like I was saying before, the game uses your GPS to pinpoint your actual location. And it kind of superimposes that onto uh, maps that it gets from Google Maps. And it's like a, a stylized uh, version of a map. Like, you know, uh, roads are gray and water bo- bodies of water are blue. Everything else is green, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you literally just walk around. You pick an avatar at the beginning of the game, either... You know, a male or female avatar, you can change the color of all all of their clothes and just kind of set up your username and everything. Sure. And then as you walk around the world, the avatar walks around this little map, uh, you know, representation of the real world. And you as you walk around, you can you'll see Pokemon pop up in the world and you just tap on them. And that takes you to the the catching part of the game where for those who know, who know Pokemon, you have Pokeballs, which are those things that look like the Pepsi logo with <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that are red on top them. and white on the bottom. Um, and you actually throw them by just there's one at the bottom of your screen and you just swipe it up. And the goal is kind of bonk the Pokemon in the head. That's the best best way to get it. Um, and you can throw curves by kind of twisting the pokeball before you throw it and you get extra points for that um and yeah so you catch pokemon and and you get xp and i think that's just a quick aside that's one of the things that's kind of getting me that got me hooked was those rpg mechanics Mm -hmm. with with actually leveling up your character like having buffs to uh your uh, XP and how you can get it like catching a new Pokemon gives you more XP so if you see one on your radar which is another thing there there was a radar it's not actually working perfectly right now because they disabled certain yeah. parts of it but it used to tell you uh, if you were within uh, three steps two steps or one which is about 90 60 and 40 meters away from a Pokemon so you could kind of walk around and tell which direction you were going to go. There's a lot of different strategies for, for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And then, well, I don't want to rich. You want to explain like pokey stops and gyms. I don't want to railroad the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I could talk about this game all night and, and I'll tell you why I think it's so special, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just talk a little more and go on a little bit more about gameplay. There's, there's, there's really two principal types of gameplay. There's uh, exploring and catching Pokemon, um, you know, adding them to your Pokedex and, you know, collecting them. And then there's like a combat portion of the game too, right? Which you do at, at gyms, which are these um, designated right. places for combat. Um, I don't really understand the gym, so I'll come back to you. Um, and, and Floyd, you, oh, haven't, yeah. you haven't done the gyms either, have you? Um, Floyd just messaged me that he got kicked offline and he's going to try and get back on the call in a minute. Okay. But, um, the gyms I've been, I was a little bit intimidated by the gyms and how that actually, cause that's the, as of now, that's the only part of the game where you can interact with 
other players in the game and I don't mean in real life and we're going to talk about like meeting people in real life and and uh, so the social aspect of it but in gyms is where you fight your Pokemon against mm-hmm. uh, other people who are playing the game and they have their Pokemon stationed in the gym mm-hmm. and that's each gym is controlled by one of the three teams mm-hmm. which is uh Team Valor, which is red, Team Mystic, which is blue, and Team Instinct, which is yellow. So when you see the gym on your map, it's one of those three colors, unless it's neutral, which means somebody's just took it down and has yet to put a new Pokemon into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I think is what's cool about this is if your team owns the gym, you can still go there and fight and make it more powerful and they call it training. So you would go fight a a Pokemon of a member of your own team and each level of the gym, I, I I don't know if every single level is a thousand points, but you, you level it up and each fight you win, you'll give the gym uh, points and every thousand points it gains another tier or level. So that's why when you see a gym, sometimes it just has one or two people in it. Sometimes, Okay. It'll have six, and I've heard it goes all the way up to ten. So you can oh, actually okay. have a, a level ten gym where wow. if somebody wants to beat your gym, they have to fight ten Pokemon in a row. Wow. And that's where it, it comes in handy. One of the coolest parts of the game, in, in the, as far as the gyms go, is that you can take on the gym with other people. Mm-hmm. So I was actually... Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, I when I heard about it, it was one of those things like, oh, that doesn't sound like it is true like (laughs) i don't know it sounded like one of those like i'm skeptical of this is this just a internet rumor but so uh it it does work if you if you hit go like there's a a button that says go to fight um at the same time as as your your crew that you're with or whatever like I i did this with my wife the other night and we we were actually able to take over a gym together wow um you will go into the fight uh, together. So the Pokemon that you're fighting will attack both of you at once, but at the same time, you're both attacking it at once. So mm-hmm. it, it it is a two on one battle, or I think it's up to four. So you can do up to four against one. And if a if you're fighting a Pokemon that's over level, like leveled over you, you you actually can fight with up to six Pokemon. So you get like six lives to get through these gym battles. They make it. I think the play is intentionally skewed to the challenger. I think they want it to be rather easy to take over a gym so that there's mm. a lot of back and forth. Okay. At least that's the that's the way it feels to me. Okay. Yeah, I, I did it the other night. Uh, my wife and I, um, we, we went out to dinner the other night together. Uh, my in-laws actually babysat for us and got to go out to a nice dinner and... There was a gym right there at the place where we went for dinner. We were sitting in the parking lot because uh, we had reservations. We had to wait for a minute. I was like, oh, I'll try it out, you know, while I'm here. And and I tried it out, and someone, uh, I don't remember the name of the Pokemon, but somebody had that, that big bison Pokemon, you know, that's exclusive oh, to North it, America. Yeah, Tauros, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, I didn't know what I was doing. I, it was like before the middle of the fight, before I knew that I had to touch it to, like, attack, you know. Yeah. And, and I had heard that you could push to the side, and that's how you dodge. And But I didn't know mm-hmm. when to dodge. And uh, I, I did okay, but, um, you know, ended up losing that fight. And, you know, by the end of that, it was like, you know, time to go. So, you know, I, did, I didn't worry about it. Um, I, I haven't gotten into that, and I, I hope to um, 
to get into that. I always feel like my characters are way too under-leveled to even attempt that. And I guess that's what you're saying. Like, if you do it in a group, um, it, it's more fun and it allows you to sort of compete or, uh, you know, at least enjoy it without thinking you're just going to go in here and get wiped out, you know? Right. And the other the other um, aspect of that is there is a kind of rocks, paper, scissor uh, as far as the types of Pokemon and how they match up against each other. So if you if you do your matching right, you can actually take out a Pokemon that's a higher combat level, a higher CP than yours. Does that does that work as far as, um, you know, like lightning might be good against water or water might be good against fire? Or, um, yeah, exactly. I don't know okay. exactly what the matchups are. Okay. Like I would have to look them up just being okay. uh, n- new to the to Pokemon. But yeah, when, when you see it, I don't know if you saw on the screen when you were when you did your one battle, if it, when it says um, attack not very effective or attack very effective. Oh, okay. So that means you're probably, you know, matched against somebody that you, yeah. you are strong against. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it was, it was sort of a quick fight. So, um, you know, I sort of scatterbrained, didn't know what I was doing. And so didn't, you know, didn't look for things like that, but I'll, I'll keep an eye out next time and, uh, you know, give it another shot. So that, that's really interesting. Uh, makes me look yeah. forward to doing that. Um, uh, as you mentioned before, there's um, there, there are three teams you can join at level five: Valor, Mystic, and Instinct, uh, represented by um, the three primary colors, right? Uh, yellow, blue, and red. Um, mm-hmm. It's um, it, it's interesting to me when when I pick sides, um, and and I don't know. Did you did you assume that each side had a sort of special ability, like? You know, with Valor, it mentioned, like, strength. Um, and then uh, one of the others, it mentioned something about, like, hatching, like, eggs. I remember that, and I thought, well, maybe this side has a little advantage of hatching better things, you know, from eggs. or. Um, but but I've done some reading online, and, and they say that color is just that. It's just color. It's not, there's no distinct advantage um, you know, for either any side and there aren't any differences, but I, I don't know how much truth there is in that. Yeah, I don't, I, I never thought there was, and I mm. certainly didn't think any of that color text was, and I'm, I don't mean, I mean, color text as in the, what you read before you choose your team. I thought sure. that was just that, just window dressing uh, okay. to, to dramatize it a little bit. Um, but yeah, so how did how did you end up now? Can we disclose what teams we're on? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on Team Valor, and the story of how I picked Team Valor is really stupid. I was just <laughs> I was playing the game uh, in my neighborhood. I bet my reason's stupider. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> I was level four, about to be level five, and I. I wasn't like drunk stumbling down the street, but I had had a few drinks. So I was like being more sociable than I playing the guitar. Would. No, I was not <laughs> carrying my guitar. Around. That Maybe would be a good start. challenge though. Play, play guitar and Pokemon go at the same time. Um, but no. And then I, I was just talking to these two girls uh, as they were walking by and, and they were like, what team are you? And I was like, I'm not level five yet. And they, the one girl was just like, you're going to pick team valor. And I was like, yeah, sure. And we high fived each other, and <laughs> and I was like, okay, like red team sounds good to me, you know. So, <laughs> so <laughs> top that for stupidity. <laughs> uh, 
the let's see the the three characters there was a guy and two girls right and the yeah and the so. team valor girl um had short hair which i think is kind of attractive so that's why i picked it nice <laughs> now that's uh... <laughs> it's, it's a dumb reason no, that's that's and, funny. and I like that's red good. too, and and I and I and it was and it to, it was talking about like strength and stuff like that, and so I was like, okay, this is sort of uh, you know an aggressive team. I kind of like that, so um, you know, yeah. <laughs> but two two dumb reasons for picking Valor, but hey, we're both Valor, and we uh, uh, sent a high five text about that, so that's good. Yeah, and it's funny because the teams are kind of taking on this personality they're all taking on personalities of their own and when you see like you and i picked the teams almost randomly like a lot of people just like the color or thought one logo looked cooler than another the sure. the logos are based on uh these bird type pokemon uh from the universe um but it's it's just funny how there's these there's already like these stereotypes about like, Oh, team Valor is just about the turf and team mystic is about <laughs> like, I don't know, like taking over gyms and then instinct. Like they don't really care too much about the gyms. They just want to chase Pokemon. Like it's, it's just, it's crazy. Like, I don't know if it has, there's probably some kind of psychological principles at work here as far as even just the colors, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think red would be more aggressive and, you know, yellow would be more mellow and blue kind of in the middle there, but yeah, it's, it, it's really crazy. It's that, that's crazy. funny. I, yeah. I, I was on Reddit today. Um, just, just researching about this question actually about, are there any differences or, and, and actually trying to look at the, um, uh, like you said, the color text, um, that, that was shown. Cause just, just try to revisit that, you know, um, mm. to see if there was something in that, that I remember. I mean, I distinctly remember that. Um, when I chose, uh, but, um, but yeah, um, you're, you're right. I mean, even on Reddit, I was on the mystic, uh, page. I ended up on there and it, and it is, it is a big deal. I mean, you know, people choosing, you know, which side they're going to be on. It, it's so funny, you know, that, uh, yeah. uh, like you said, that there's these sort of like urban whisperings of, uh, like what kind of people join each team already. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it amazing. is kind of great, and and you're gonna start seeing these stickers pop up on people's cars and stuff, team stickers and everything else, shirts. I mean, it's oh, gonna be yeah. a whole market already out there. Oh yeah, already. I saw the stickers yeah, after like, the first day. Yep, yep. <laughs> but hey, make some money while you can, folks. <laughs> yeah, totally. You can't blame them for that. Um, as you mentioned before, you know, um, there's um, this is sort of a GPS app, which means that it tracks your walking. And uh, that's how you can do certain things in the game, like hatch eggs. Uh, it's how you, um, you know, you get closer to Pokemon in order to capture them. Um, you can actually ride a bike, and it will track you uh, if you're riding a mm -hmm. bike. But if you go over a certain speed, um, it will sort of, like, kick you out. Uh, like, if you're driving in a car or something, it will kind of mess up your um, GPS if you're driving too fast, Um uh, I've been known to creep through neighborhoods and freak people out uh, and stop in the middle of the road in, in my neighborhood, not in the middle of a busy highway, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, but yeah, and I see people doing it all the time. My kids and I were walking through the neighborhood catching Pokemon the other night and uh, there's this girl like stopped in the middle of the road and I knew exactly what she was doing and we just gave each other a smile, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, it, it's pretty funny. Uh, but um, um, as you mentioned, there's a, uh, um, there's a tracking system, you know, that goes from um, 
<laughs> that was working. I don't know what's going on with that now. I think it's kind of busted. It's been busted for probably uh, four or five days now. Right. Uh, I, from what I understand, the developers disabled it to kind of help the, the server load a little bit. Uh, so they did that on purpose. Oh, uh, that's a shame. Yeah, but to me that means like hopefully it'll be coming back. Right. You know? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. It was it was a great feature. It kind of like you said, it kind of let you know like if you're getting close to one, you know, the footprints would go down. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, I kind of figured that out on my own and had to show it to some coworkers. They had no idea. They thought it was just random that you ran into you know Pokemon. So like, no, 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 no. You know, and if you yeah. start going, if you start going to the right. And then you're you, you're down to two, and it goes back up to three. Then you need to turn left. You know you need to go the opposite way. Start going that way, and if it drops down, you know you're headed in the right direction. And um, it, it's funny, you know, you 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 kind of get this sort of um, after doing it for a while, you kind of get a keen sense of where something is actually located. I can't describe the feeling. You just know, you know, um, it, it's it's very bizarre. Yeah, you know what? I still even when it was working, I was not so much for tracking them down i i don't know why i just never mm. uh g- got into that i don't i don't think i tried to really mm-hmm. use that mm-hmm. well, it depends um, on what it was for me i mean if it was a new one yeah i mean i, I had to have it you know and it, it's funny my kids we uh we came to this uh end of the road this cul-de-sac and we were one away from like a scyther and my daughter's like <laughs> dad can i go in that yard right there i'm like no we're nope. not no, we're not. We're yeah. not doing that. Um, you know, it, it stops here. You know, this is this is where it stops. We're not. We're not going in those people's property. We're not. We're not going to do that. I'm not going to set that kind of example as a parent. <laughs> yeah, no, good on you. Not even as a just as a parent, but as right. a player of this game. Like I, unfortunately, there's uh, there's I li- I live in like kind of the suburbs here in Austin. There's not. A lot of stuff around me but I'm fortunate enough that I live right down the block from the park that I mentioned and a a Korean church and a water tower like all in a row in this one alley and unfortunately they put a pokey stop in the middle of the like yard of the church and the church is gated in and and Mm. there's like no trespassing signs and everything but uh, unfortunately, people just open the gates and go in and walk around on the, the church grounds, you know, when there's nobody there. And I mean, hey, do what you got to do. But I, I I kind of cringe a little bit when I see that because that's the kind of thing like, you know, what if the people who run that church call the cops and then yeah. the cops are cruising when we're trying to just play Pokemon and, and have a good time because of a couple of bad eggs, mm. you know, no pun intended. But yeah, a few um, bad executes. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and mention at this point, we, we lost Floyd. He dropped out. He's having some computer issues. We've been yeah, kind of texting back and forth as we been going. And I hate it because I, w- I would like to have some of his perspective because he's a new player and he's been playing for a few days. And uh, maybe he can, can record some comments or something for the end of it and give us a little perspective of what's going on, uh, you know, over in Canada. I hate, hate we're losing him, uh, but uh, we, we shall carry on. So, sure. Um, so finding Pokemon, um, it, it's sort of it, it's it's based, and from what I understand and what I've read, it, it's based a lot on location. Like you're going to get certain types of Pokemon, you know, based on what your climate is, uh, where you're at. Like out in the country, as Floyd was mentioning, he lives in the suburbs. I I do as well. 
and sort of out in the country and Pokemon are much further and far in between out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd see a lot, a lot of more, a lot different Pokemon out here than what I see in the city. Some, some similar, you know, there's some very common ones like Rattas, uh, and, um, what are, what are the birds called? Spiros and, yeah, um, Pidgeys. Pidgeys. See a lot of those, you know, anywhere you go and, and the bats too, Zubats. Yeah. Zubat. Yeah. Um, and they're a pain to catch too, which makes it even more annoying. So. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but, um, from what I've read and the way it's set up is that you start catching things and, um, uh, I should mention that your weather and climate and the, just the landscape around lakes and oceans and things like that, you're supposed to be able to catch more sort of water-based Pokemon. Um, in hotter areas, you're going to get more of the fire Pokemon is, is what I what I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, we've had uh, close to 100-degree days for about two weeks now, and I haven't seen any. <laughs> I, I haven't been catching any Charmanders, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I I would say at this point, there's still a lot of speculation Mm -hmm. about what actually is behind like Mm -hmm. where where they're showing up. And but it is like pretty well established now that you'll find more water based Pokemon near Mm -hmm. actual bodies of water. So Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple things like that that have kind of proven themselves out. But uh, you can definitely again, by using the Internet, talking to people, you can find out like there's a state park near where I work and there have been a lot of great, you know, Pokemon found over there. And there's a place in, in Austin here called auditorium shores. That's kind of a, a park on the, on the river there. And they, <laughs> the pe- people call it Charmander Bay. Cause you just go there and you just <laughs> find nothing but Charmanders. So that's awesome that's, though. Yeah. All these, all these places are kind of earning, reputations for what's being found there is kind of awesome <laughs> pokemon nicknames too yeah my downtown um mm-hmm. uh, uh, the downtown where um the, where i work it's just full of zoo bats so i don't know what that says about my downtown Damn. <laughs> 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 um but um so one of the things that i really like about the game and and i really wanted to mention this is i i started thinking about it and i was like well if there's like a very like rare Pokemon or something and people are around it or one people don't have, what happens if some if someone catches it, it just goes away. And it, this is going to, this, this clearly is going to cause problems. There's going to be fights, people stealing each other's Pokemon. Right. But what they've done is even after that Pokemon's caught by a player, it stays active for a little while longer. Um, yeah. So if it pops up on your radar, you can catch it, and in the server, actually, after a time, after it's first caught, it will kind of reset um, over a little bit of time and and throw different things out there. But you do have, mm-hmm. if you're around it and you're an appropriate level, you can catch it. Um, I, I was mentioning that we threw out the lure the other day at work, and um, and uh, I caught a uh, is a Snorlax. Is that correct? Yeah, I caught a Snorlax, which is you know, a pretty great Pokemon. And I turned to my buddy who had put out the lure and I said, did you catch it? And he said, no, I didn't even see it. And the reason was, is he's under, I think he's around level 10 right now and I'm around 15 or 16. So, um, so, so there is a difference there as far as what you can see. And and I'm wondering how many Pokemon they're actually going to end up being, you know, how high it's going to go because the number that I can catch, I think is around 143 right now. 
but that number has steadily increased as I've gained levels. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. Yeah, totally. I I started seeing when I got to level like actually after level five, I started seeing stuff besides uh, ratatas and pidgeys, and uh, it definitely does scale up. The other thing that scales up as your character levels up it raises the ceiling for uh, CP for mm-hmm. powering up the Pokemon themselves. And mm-hmm. CP is your combat points. That's your strength in battle. Mm-hmm. And each one has a, a maximum, basically. But leveling up your character raises that maximum. So you can put more mm-hmm. uh, you know, upgrades of power into each Pokemon. So what level are you right now? I am 11. Okay. I think at 12 you get Super Pokeballs, which are balls that give you a better chance to catch. So right. not only okay. that, um, you know, you're, you're getting um, you're getting Pokemon that are higher CP levels, but you're also going to be getting um, better items as well. So um, cool. So uh, you'll get to see that. Uh, have you gotten Lucky Eggs yet? Have you ever have you gotten those or Raspberries? Yeah, uh, yep. I, I have like a million raspberries and <laughs> I had two lucky eggs. I used one the other night. Yeah. Um, those are awesome those, to use when, uh, someone's l- set up a lure. Yeah. The other strategy too is, um, if you have like a bunch of trash Pokemon like Rattatas or Pidgeys, mm-hmm. set off a lucky egg and just evolve the crap out of all of them because mm-hmm. you get a lot of XP yep. for evolving. So mm-hmm. that's another strat to really get the most out of, uh, a lucky egg but yeah. yeah i had i had one on the other night when i had um i was at a local pokestop that i knew the lure was fresh because th- they only last for 30 minutes so mm-hmm. i i knew i saw the lure go up and i said all right i'm going for it hit the lucky egg <laughs> caught a bunch of pokemon evolved a bunch of ratatas into eradicates and i think i leveled up like you know almost a complete level yeah just from doing that and that's a good strategy and that you know i mean it gives you incentive to catch what i would call like kind of trash uh pokemon which are which Mm -hmm. are lower level pokemon or you know very very common ones you see every day all the time it gives you some incentive to actually um you know get those um and and so that's good but we've started sort of talking about the items so maybe we should go into uh doing that and how do you obtain items in this game there's two ways right Sure. Yeah. Um, the pokey stops, which are other than the gyms, those are kind of the main attractions. If you're mm-hmm. looking for landmarks, when you see people driving around and pulling over, they're probably at a pokey stop. Like I said, this church by my house, right. <laughs> whenever I'm out there, there's always people just driving up, pulling over and then driving away. And I know they're just stocking up on, on items. And, uh, I gotta say, one thing I don't want to forget to say because I want to talk about the microtransactions is that this game is set up amazingly easy to play without engaging in any of the microtransactions. I actually ran out of Pokeballs the other night for the first time since starting playing the game and I was like shocked. I did not know what to do because I've always had like hundreds of them, right, you know? Right. So, um, well, have you spent any money on the, the coins in the shop to, to get items, or have you gotten all your items from Pokestops? Um, well, and if you don't want to answer, that's fine. No, I, no, I, 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 I did. I put I, you I, on the spot. No, 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 it's okay. Um, I did purchase from the shop. I, I spent five bucks. That's all I've spent on the game so far. And okay. what I did was I bought a bag upgrade and a, um, a Pokemon uh, upgrade to be able to have more. 
Um, I haven't needed those things, but I thought, okay, these are just sort of cheap things I can buy and go ahead and get. Um, but but what you can do is you can just keep buying those things. You can keep buying bag space and buying it and buying it and buying it and fill it up as much as you want. So that was sort of um, that that was a little bit of a waste. I didn't I didn't really need to do that. Um, but you bring up a really good point in that I've I've noticed something. Um, as you know, I, I have my phone and I play on my phone at work and I created my account for my daughter uh, who's eight and you know we play together and she enjoys it. Um, as well, but I created it with her name, her avatar, and um, and everything. And I take it to work. And when I'm downtown, I mean, I get loads of Pokeballs. I can bring it home, and we can just go hunting, and you know, no problem. I never run out of Pokeballs. Mm-hmm. However, my wife, um, she works in another city downtown, but she's out on maternity leave right now. Okay. And so she's at the house, and we set my son up on her phone. Well, as you can imagine. There are no pokey stops out in the country, which which right. I think is a, is a real shame, and I think they should add that to the game, do a little bit better job of not making you have to go to the city. Right, um, and they they've just so you know they've made it. Niantic has set up a thing on their website where you can uh, request pokey stops. So oh. hopefully that'll get better with time. Awesome. I mean, I would like to have some, you know, just. Uh, you know, around my neighborhood that, you know, my kids can, you know, enjoy the game without ha- me having to spend money. I haven't had to do it yet, but he's only, he's really only had, we've only gone out one night where we used her phone um, for that, for him. And I just, you know, when she starts back to work, she can collect them for him. She did it the other night. We were riding around the other night going out to eat. And I was like, here, I was like, can you get Pokeballs while I drive for, you know, my son? And she, mm-hmm. she was doing it. I think she was kind of enjoying it too. She wouldn't admit it, uh, you know, but, uh, but I think once she starts working downtown, she's probably going to get a little into it as well. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah. Um, so you can purchase things from the shop if you run out of Pokeballs. But like you said, the game's really set up so that you really don't have to do that. There's not a lot of spending. Um, in the game, there's no ads. Some I'm like, how do they make their money? Yeah, um, I mean, with however many millions of people that are playing, they must be making money on the microtransactions. Yeah, like, they must be people buying egg incubators. The people that get really obsessed with the game, yeah, and that totally. sort of thing. So they must be making money somehow. Um, so you mentioned the Poké Stops. These are just these sort of. Uh, small like almost sort of lamppost looking things that have like a um, a, a glowing pokeball in it and you you push it you touch it and then you f- spin it with your thumb or your finger uh, to make it spin around and it drops your items for you um, mm-hmm. and um, it's blue when it's active and then when you use it it turns pink and you can go to those every five minutes they reset every five minutes for each player um uh, so it, it's, it's per individual, you know, so you don't have to wait after somebody uses it. You don't have to wait five minutes after they use it. It's just five minutes after you use it, which is nice. It's a nice little yeah. effect. Uh, so you get Pokeballs from there. You get potions, which are used to heal your Pokemon, um, after, uh, fights and gyms. You get revives. I guess your Pokemon gets knocked out or something in the gyms. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't if you, those. if you play an opposing team, your Pokemon will get knocked out. If you if you are training and playing against your own team, they don't get knocked out. They just oh, get, uh, you know, zero HP. Right, and you have to okay. just heal them up. So that's why I didn't have to use a revive, so I was playing against my own team. That makes yeah. sense, because the gym was a Valor gym that I was at. Um, yeah, there you go. There's incense and lures, uh, which 
both lure Pokemon to you, but incense you can use and walk anywhere, and it will bring Pokemon to you as you walk, even if you're not near a Pokestop. Um, but the lure actually has to attach to a Pokestop, and uh, it throws out uh, sort of like the same thing, like an incense, um, that you can just stand under that Pokestop and uh, you know catch Pokemon as they come in with other players. And that's where kind of the social aspect of the game sort of takes off. Right. Yeah, it's kind of amazing that, you know, they're lures for Pokemon, but all they do is lure human beings to odd places like, <laughs> you know, water towers and, you know, graffiti or whatever. Like, right. It's it, it's it's crazy. But yeah, the, the lures on the uh, Pokestops, they, you know, all the, all the items uh, that have cooldowns, they run for a half hour. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, the other one being the lucky egg, which yeah, doubles you your earlier. XP for a half hour. Those are nice. <laughs> yeah. So you can do, um, you know, if you do incense or if you do allure, uh, yeah. it runs for half an hour. That's why it's good. Like, again, the pokey stops down the street from me. If I'm just sitting on my couch playing the game and I see a lure drop and you can tell because there's like hearts kind of mm-hmm. falling off. Yeah. Of like it leaves, and, like leaves falling with their hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you see it happen, you know you have a half an hour worth of lure to to go. If I open the app and and saw lure on, I might not necessarily run out the door to go be by it. But if I saw it activate, I would know I had a half an hour and right, I'd probably right. put my flip flops on and run down there. So yeah. the um other the other things you get and you get these at the Pokestops that are just random is you get eggs. You can hold up to nine at one time. And uh, you have an uh, you have an incubator, which is you have one that has an infinite number of uses, and then you can also use microtransactions or get incubators every once in a while as you level up, and those have three uses each time. Um, there's three types of eggs you can get. There's a ten, a five, and a two, uh, and and those are basically uh, represented by kilometers. And so if you have an egg in an incubator and you walk. And, you, and it's a 10 egg, a 10 kilometer egg, you walk 10 kilometers, then that egg hatches. Uh, the 10 kilometer eggs tend to have better stuff in them than the five and the two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a pretty good way to explain that, which is a cool feature. And again, it's one of those things that, that I really like because it, it, you know, it keeps people from just sitting and putting up lures and, you know, using lucky eggs and just sitting there and doing that and power leveling, which of course a lot of people are doing, but um, you know, it gives you some incentive to get out and move around as well, which is which is really nice. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And I, unfortunately, because of all the server issues, I haven't hatched any egg in, like intentionally. Mm-hmm. It's all just happened during natural gameplay and like the oh, course okay. of my life and walking around. Right. But right. I I would really love the game to be stable to a point where I could open it up and say, okay, I have a 5K egg and I can run 5K like sure. in my sleep. You know what I mean? I yep. would love to have that not uh, like incentive, but like a little treat at the end of my run. Like, oh, here's a a powerful Pokemon out of this egg, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. It's funny. We were, we were talking today, um, texting back and forth with some of the guys from the site and the uh, guys with the collector cast. Um, and, uh, Kelsey, actually, I told him today that we we're doing this cause, Oh man, I would love to join you guys. I'm like, well, we would love to have you, man. Come on. You know, we're on it. We're on at seven tonight. You're welcome to join us. And he, 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 he had a meeting tonight. He couldn't be on, but he's, he's yeah. super excited about it. He's having a great time with the game. 
awesome. But uh, Bill hasn't been able to get into it, and Chris, I don't think, is, uh, or Duke hasn't been able to get into it either. Um, and uh, it was funny, we were just going, Kelsey and I were just going back and forth a lot of Pokemon talk, uh, uh, and Adam as well is enjoying it. And um, and uh, Bill, Bill sent me a message. He's like, um, y- you know, he's like, you know, not to change the subject, send me a private message. He's like, but uh, how, how are you doing with your Fitbit? I got a Fitbit through work, and I've been doing a lot of walking with it. And uh, he's like, how are you been doing with your Fitbit, man? I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm getting about 10,000 to 12,000 steps in a day, um, you know, and I'm, I'm doing really well with it. And then, you know, I knew he was trying to get away from the Pokemon conversation, but I put in, I was like, but, you know, man, Pokemon Go has really helped this endeavor more. You know, yeah. it, it's made me get out in the heat, you know, during the middle of the day, times that... I, I wouldn't want to be outside because, like I said, the last two weeks we've had, you know, 90-plus degree weather. Uh, but it, it's really pushed me to get out and, and to go outside and walk. And, um, you know, using these two things in combination with each other, it, it's been wonderful for exercise for me. That's one of the things yeah. I like the most about it. No, absolutely. I put on a forum that for both me and my wife we're so, like, kind of grateful to just have that, like, pull mm-hmm. you know like uh i just gotta get out and walk around and hopefully catch something and at the very least i'm gonna walk two blocks down to that park you know yeah hit up the gym it's funny when you <laughs> say up the gym. we're going to the gym <laughs> <laughs> go to but, the gym but in a way i mean it, like you're saying it's it's exercise there's no two ways about it you have to walk around to play this game you know yeah 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 um, speaking of exercise, we were, we were discussing, like, I would say that's a very positive effect of this app. I would put it in that category. And when we think about Pokemon Go and, um, and from what people have seen on the news, there's a very, there's a very positive side to it. And there's a lot of negativity toward it as well, which, you know, some of it being downright silly, uh, the yeah. negativity, uh, but, um, but there, but there has been some negativity and, and understandably uh, from from events that have happened. Um, but let's let's start talk about sort of the positive effects of the app. We we mentioned exercise, um, but uh, I also wanted to mention uh, this is um, as we all know. I mean, Nintendo, a company that uh, we love and has been a big part of our lives growing up, had hit um, ha- has really been hitting hard times with sales. Um, you know, the Wii, uh, uh, sold a good bit, but it was sort of a flop, a disaster. And the, the Wii U, um, I mean, what do you say, right? Has, well, I, well, the Wii, Rich, I would say was not a, fl- the well, Wii was the most successful. Flop. It was fairly it was successful. A, yeah. The, it was a craze. Uh, I think sometimes we forget how yeah. big it was and, um, at the beginning, it was very big, yeah. There was a yeah. craze, yeah. But, yeah, I think the Wii U was more of the right. the hurt that, that came to Nintendo. But, yeah, moral of the story is, though, Pokemon Go, for the time being, has really jump-started the, the company's financials, and you hear a lot of stories about how how much the stock went up and people making four a lot billion. of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have bought so. stock in it. Should have bought stock in it after the E3. <laughs> yeah, my that. my wife and I do own stock in Nintendo, and oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, I took a look. We we don't have a ton of it, so it's not we didn't get rich off of this. Sure, it was kind of uh, oh, that's neat. Like yeah, it's the yeah. Re- real world uh, <laughs> ramifications of a successful thing, you know. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we mentioned the um uh, the social aspect of the game. Um, you know, getting out. And you've had some. You've had some great stories. Um, you know, as far as the social aspect, I've had a few instances where people come up to me, you know, and we would just sit there and talk, um, me, me having really no background, you know, younger, some of, some of the language goes a little over my head, you know, when they start talking <laughs> about, Oh, I caught this, this, and this, I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but cool, man. I'm glad you're having fun. I'm having a blast too. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I, th- I think a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of the younger people do have the advantage of knowing all the first generation Pokemon. Yes. And, you know, I have many times somebody came up to me and said, oh, I caught a so and so over there. And I'm like, oh, awesome, dude. Like, and I have no idea what they're talking about, you know, so. <laughs> but, it's, but that's OK, you know, and, and I, I've, I haven't had anyone thumb, thumb their nose at me yet. They'll be, oh, uh, sometimes I'll be like, oh, OK, well, what is it? Oh, that's the thing that, you know, looks like that. And I'll be, oh, OK, I got you. Yeah, I, I know what yeah. that is now, you know. Right, right. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it's pretty it's pretty funny, but uh, everyone's very, um, you know, it seems everyone I've met is very accepted you know, accepting of uh, my ignorance of Pokemon and, uh, you know, everyone's just out to have a good time and people be like, Oh, there's a so-and-so over there. You need to walk that way. Or, you know, um, that happens to me all the time. It's so awesome. Yeah. It's it's very cool. Um, I always do. (laughs) I have this kind of habit of if, if I see a group of people near a lure stop, I say, who dropped the lure and whoever it was. And I say, thank you. <laughs> and they're usually like, yeah, no problem, dude. <laughs> uh, that should be a shirt. We should market those shirts who dropped the lure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's, it's cool how it's become like a, almost like a, a language where you, you see somebody walking down the street looking at the phone, you know what they're doing. Yeah. I, I was telling you guys that I was at work the other day and there's a pokey stop on either end of the street that my, my office is on and I was walking towards one of them and uh, some lady from the other complex just, I kind of glanced up at her and she just said, hey, don't mess with my gym. <laughs> 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 like, I didn't even, like... I didn't say anything to her. You know what I mean? Like, was this playful? Was this a little aggressive? A little passive? Yeah, no, it was, it was totally like, uh, you know, with a wink, but it was just like, it's just amazing how it's like, yeah, you know exactly what I'm doing. You know where I'm going, you know why I'm going there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just by my pose and my demeanor. And, um, I had, a one of the cool things that happened to me was actually the other night. I, I was out by myself and I went to the the gym at the park by me and I was just sitting there kind of leveling up. Our team had it. So I was just leveling up, kind of goofing around to pass the time. And this guy came up to me and he was, I was like, uh, oh, are you team Valor? And he was like, yeah, but my, my phone just died. I'm going to, I'm going to go home. And, uh, he goes, I left some free artwork over there on the bench. If you're interested, I'd love for you to take it home. I was like, all right, cool. Thanks, man. So I went over there and there was this like pre-printed envelope that said like, you know, free art for the taking. Please make it yours or, you know, some kind of nice thing. Yeah. So I brought it home. I was out for a while and I just had this thing under my arm kind of 
imagining what it could be and was hanging out by a lure and was out for a while. I brought it home and I opened it with my wife and it was, it was this local artist. I, I found out his, his name's Mike and, um, he made like these decal. They had nothing to do with Pokemon. They were just decals with little sayings on them. Uh-huh. And there was a, a, a really nice necklace that he made in there. Like, a it had like a like a faux leather strap with like a stone uh with some metal work on it that yeah. he had made and it was just like like that's so awesome and yeah. i i came wow. to find out actually a coworker of mine like goes to school with this guy and he's just a local artist like huh. that does that kind of stuff oh that's really cool man so it's like people and and there's there's tons of other examples of people like kind of taking advantage of uh, their businesses being either gyms or pokey stops. <laughs> yep, I was gonna say that. That was going. That's where I was going next. I've seen. I saw in a a couple a couple crazy things on YouTube videos. Like there was a a gym that was actually some kind of bar or restaurant or something, and they were changing the lighting uh, outside their building to whatever team, whatever <laughs> color team was holding the gym that's at the time. Awesome. And uh, I saw another one where. Uh, uh, some ice cream parlor was giving discounts, like a deeper discount if you were like Team Valor, <laughs> or like ten percent if you were Mystic or Instinct, or like fifteen percent if you were Valor. I thought that was kind of funny. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> I, I've I've seen like uh, lures. Um, I've seen businesses who will put the lures out themselves. Like they continually replenish lures during the day. That is so smart. Like I said, the lures lure people. Yeah, you know they, yeah. that's that's what they do. And so that's, one of the places is a coffee shop, and right in front of they've got one of those like A-frame signs out on the sidewalk. It's got yeah. a pokeball drawn in it, and says it says out hunting. How about getting yourself a nice coffee or, or water to stay hydrated? Yeah. You know, it, it's pretty cool. You know, I mean they're they're embracing it and. Uh, you know, hopefully pulling in some business with it because let's face it. I mean, those lures are like what a dollar a piece. I think it's like a hundred yeah. um, and, and it's cheaper if you buy them in bulk. So, um, you know, for business to, you know, spend, you know, 10, 20 bucks a day and maybe, you know, uh, you know, earn some, um, uh, additional business from that. And, you yeah. know, being a, you know, like a Pokemon friendly place, um, it, you know, it's, it's a great idea. Um, yeah, you, you, the businesses that are lucky enough to have these on them, like that's pretty awesome. And like I said, with with the fact that you can request them, I bet you tons of places are requesting yeah. their coffee shops to be pokey stops or oh, gyms absolutely. or whatever. You know, I would if I owned a, a business like that. Sure, because you just play the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, personally, I've, I've been enjoying a lot of family time. My kids and I... Uh, the first day that I had this app, I walked um, tw- over 21,000 steps, which was over 10 miles. The first yeah, that's day I amazing. had this app. Um, I go on during my breaks at work. We get two 15-minute breaks. I walk every day. This is just something I, I, I've been doing. And mm-hmm. then at lunch, a lot of times I walk. But I came home, and the kids and I probably walked over three or four miles just, just on our own, you know, just just out hunting uh, one evening and uh, just, just had a blast together and spending time with them. um, You know, I give them the phones, they walk around. I make sure that they don't stop in the middle of the road, (laughs) you know, while they're, while they're hunting and and we just have a a really good time together. And so um, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. And and something that, that I did want to mention is, um, and 
it goes along with the social aspect of the game that you were um, that you were mentioning. I, I really think that how do I put it? I feel like this app has come along at a a really good time. I'm not saying that you know this <laughs> this is some sort of it was you know set to be some sort of healing mechanism, but with all the crazy stuff that's kind of going on in our country right now, it's it, it's nice to see some positivity and people getting along and people talking and um, you know interacting with each other. Um, yeah. And uh, the, and and that's what I mean. I'm not I'm not saying that this is, you know, like the end all be all healer of you know our country and what's going on. It's nothing close to that. But it, it's just it's just nice to see, um, um, you know, all all sorts of people, uh, young and old, um, you know, people of different races, like sharing something that they all enjoy, and uh, you know, talking to each other, you know, and and finding some sort of you know common ground. Um, and it's, it's been really nice, especially with, um, you know, kind of all the stuff that's been going on lately. So, uh, yeah, it, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that for me, that that's one of the, that's the other side of the coin where this game is so special to me for the things we've been talking about on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me to be able to go out on walks with my wife mm-hmm. and I said in the forum, like we had kind of fallen away from physical activity a little bit kind of were in a rut to the point where you know i would we would kind of ask each other hey you want to go do something want to go for a walk and it was always like no i don't feel like it not tonight kind of thing yeah now i'm chasing my wife out the door because she wants (laughs) to go out (laughs) to the pokey stops without me and it's like whoa wait a minute (laughs) can can i change clothes first i just get up (laughs) exactly let me get my (laughs) shoes on um Uh. But yeah, that the other side of that though is the societal thing that's going along with it, and and you're right. We there's just a lot of troubling things going on in our country right now in the world, yeah, and yeah. Um, to see people, we we talked about the the age groups of people that are playing this game, mm-hmm. but I can tell you from from being out there and playing it, I've seen people of all races, all colors. Mm-hmm. Male and female, yep. uh, you know, and even with the age groups we talked about, I've seen elderly people playing this game. Like, yep. there, there's just no boundaries to who who can play this game. It's a free app. So long as you have a, a you know, a, any run of the mill smartphone, it's it's Apple and and uh, you know Apple and Android, mm-hmm. not Windows Phone. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. If you have a Windows Phone, you can't play it. But I mean, so long as you have a phone, you can play this game. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's that's added to its ubiquity, but that's also added to like just you know the democratization of 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 a game that shocked everybody with with just how amazing it is. And yeah. um, again, just seeing and talking to people from just an amazing diversity uh, of of everything colors and creeds and races and everything. Yeah. And it just is kind of proving, you know, for whatever you see on the news and there are some terrible things going on, you can look at the the world around you and, and we're all just human beings, you know, sure. and sure. some, sometimes it takes playing a cell phone game together to realize that. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, it's, um, uh, I've, I've seen people, I just, this has just made people happy and that's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, you know, like you said, so much is 
you know, been going on as of recently, especially. And then just to see people happy, um, um, through all the negativity is, it's just really nice. It's refreshing. You know, I mean, people just seem so much happier, you know, out mm-hmm. and, and excited about, you know, something that, I don't know for a lot of people, you know, say, well, this is, that's stupid that this is, you know, just some little phone app with, you know, little characters on that's just silly that that would make people happy. I, you know, I mean, I would say to them, you know, I was, <laughs> you know, I was the biggest critic of this, not, not of this specific game, but of, you know, this franchise and, uh, you know, it, it's brought some happiness to me and, and I've enjoyed it and I've enjoyed seeing other people playing it and interacting with other people and it's been fantastic, so... You know, if you haven't given it a shot, you've thought about it, but you think you're going to look stupid, guess what? You're not because everybody's playing it, right? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, and nobody so, cares. <laughs> yep. Um, so, having said that, let's talk about how this game is ruining the world. <laughs> <laughs> battery drain. Oh, no. Oh, oh the battery dude. drain is real, though. I mean, <laughs> it is. And the, the my phone overheats really bad. Yeah. I don't know about yours, but yeah. I if if it's a hot day out, especially yeah. um, one of the <laughs> one of the days I was at work and I, I I went with a coworker of mine to the gym down the street and my phone was overheating, but I was in the middle of catching something really good. So when my phone starts overheating, it dims the screen to cool off the phone. And it was a really bright and sunny day, so I couldn't see the screen. I was trying to catch something. So picture me on the side of the road with my head in my shirt. So my shirt's over my head and my phone underneath the shirt so I could see the screen. (laughs) Me just standing on the side of the street doing this for like three minutes while I tried to catch whatever Pokemon it was. But yeah, that's, I mean, the battery drain is real, like I said, and and with mine, it overheats Yeah, The GPS sucks a ton of um, um, battery life out out of it. Um, The good news is it's a good time to buy stock and uh, um, the um, people are buying those uh, extra batteries, you know, if they can hook up to their phones. (laughs) It's probably a good time to buy stock in that. Uh, You know, if you missed out on the Nintendo uh, stock, buy... uh, by a backup battery stock. <laughs> yeah. So that that is one negative thing. And, uh, you know, it, it's only slightly negative. Um, a lot of the parks and stuff now, it's kind of nice. A lot of the parks around my area actually have plugs. So people are actually bringing their chargers a lot of times. Okay, uh, that's cool. So it's kind of nice. Um, another thing is we, we've heard, we had heard in the news. And, and, and you know, I, I don't know that's kind of the odd thing. There's so many people that dislike this game so much. I, I wonder like what's real a lot of times in the news and what's urban legend. Um, you know, but I, I've, I've heard that, um, there's been robberies that people will put up. Um, as you, as you mentioned, these pokey stops can be in some pretty, um, odd places sometimes. And people are putting up lure. Mm-hmm. They say people are putting up lures to lure people out so that they can rob them. I don't, I don't know what the truth is in that, or if that's an urban legend, but, um, you know, it, one of the things with this game, and even when you on the startup screen, it says, be aware of your surroundings. And that doesn't right. mean just don't walk out in front of a car, which people have done as well. Uh, but, you know, know where you're at and what you're doing. And, you know, don't get overzealous, you know, to go catch some rare Pokemon that you're going to put yourself in, in in any type of jeopardy. Right. Right. Exactly. And, yeah, I, I just want to echo what you said about a lot of these stories are fake and have been confirmed to be fake. There was one that came out 
just a couple of days after the app came out that some guy caused like the worst highway pile up in history because he was chasing a Pikachu. That was like that was immediately confirmed to be false. So there there are all kinds of things going out there. I, I do believe that people have been robbed. I think that there have been yeah. verified yeah. stories of these robberies taking place. But the, and I'm sure there's been traffic accidents as well. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, absolutely. Um, but the other thing, I mean, we hear about people finding bodies. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I mean, there could be unsolved crimes out there that sure. are being opened back up. And, you know, if you're the person who found the body, I could see how that could be a little disturbing. But um, when you have an influx of people outside on their feet and exploring, these these kinds of things are going to happen, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. You have a couple of things in the notes that I'm not even really like you have potential <laughs> lawsuits and yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're just talking about like private property, mm-hmm. like get off my lawn kind of things. Yeah. yeah people no, going on the private property. There was, yep. um, there was some, um, there was a story about some kids that were going after Pokemon at like 1am and around trying to get one around a guy's house and that guy opening fire and shooting uh, them for trespassing on his property thinking that they were robbing, going to rob his house. Okay. Um, so there was a story about that. I, I, my understanding is that they they were injured, they weren't killed, but you know, again, <laughs> you know, the, these things are going to happen with stuff like, the, like this. Um, my, I put potential lawsuits on here. I just I, I kind of feel like we're going to start seeing some litigation that comes out of this at some point. Um, and, you know, whether it be simply, you know, trespassing or there are some businesses who do not appreciate um, being set up as gyms or pokey stops, uh, people right. going into businesses with no intent to purchase anything, but right. to just go in there and try to catch Pokemon. Um, and, right. I- um, I'm I've sorry. heard of gyms and stops being in the vicinity of police stations and uh-huh. the police having to make statements like do not hang around the back of our police station, <laughs> you know, like right. that is very dangerous kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, that is kind of and again, I, I just hope that Niantic can address these kind of things like mm-hmm. uh, Apparently, one of the goofier—it's not goofy; it's like kind of morbid. But there was a a, a gym or a pokey stop at like the National Holocaust Museum in Washington yeah, D.C., yeah, and they had to tell people like, "Like, look, don't do this here," kind no, of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, and then there was the uh, the infamous um, uh, Clefairy at the uh, the the that was running the uh, the church uh, gym. <laughs> so. <laughs> What is that? Wait, what? Uh, the Clefairy uh, Pokemon. Uh, there okay. was a. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not sure where this is at. Where this is located, but apparently there was one that was running a a, a gym, and and the the um the people uh the person who owned it had named it Love Is Love, and oh, it was yeah, yeah, running yeah. running the gym. And uh, from what I understand, was... and and I don't know if this is true or not, but from what I had heard, the church had paid someone to come bring bring it down. Uh, yeah. and get it and get it out of there uh, that's hilarious uh so uh so yeah i mean just just all types of just kind of silly negativity i've heard the the pokemon is the devil statement you know anything that draws attention <laughs> yeah. away from 
you know, certain organizations is clearly evil. So right, right. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that, but uh, it, it's, you know, it's just people creating, I guess what I'm trying to say is people creating negativity out of something that's just people going out and having fun, you know, um, yeah. embrace it, you know, just enjoy it. If, if you have a church or something like that, um, uh, promote your church through it, you know, right. you know, do something positive with it if you want to, but you know, it's it's just a shame that the people who have no understanding or don't want to have any understanding of something just want to just tear it down. Something that's making people happy, you know. Yeah, I think I think it's true the the saying that if somebody's having fun, somebody somewhere wants to put a stop to it, <laughs> and that just goes in general. Like for anything you do, that's fun. Um, I happen to like the memes that are going back and forth on the internet, like. <laughs> Um, there was one, uh, there was one that was going around that was like, oh, you know, with everything that's going around in the world, uh, I'm too busy. No, what was it? I'm too, I, I'm not playing Pokemon Go because I'm not a 10 year old and I have a job or something. Oh like, uh, yeah. Just very like that. looking down the nose. Because kinda. I work. Yeah. And then there was a good response to that. That was like. I'm too mature to play Pokemon, but I must run to Facebook and post a status about that. I saw that. Yeah, that's great. And I just, I think it's just hilarious how they're, that kind of culture is going back and forth. But I mean. Yeah. Just, just the assumption that everyone who's playing Pokemon during the day doesn't have a job or is unemployed and, and sucking, um, you know, um, sucking uh tax dollars right right and i think as we've as we've demonstrated through this conversation it's better to play if you do have a job because you need to travel a little bit and move around your your environment and you might (laughs) you're likely to work in a more populous area than you live you know so it's it's pretty interesting like and it and there's a certain um there's a certain air of like, look, like, don't even like get off your high horse, you idiot. Like, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I think no. the naysayers are losing, uh, to put it one way, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. 4 billion plus in Nintendo stock. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Look at the numbers. Uh, yep. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you're on the wrong side of history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is a good point. I mean, this is a hugely historical event. I mean, this is the this is the type of thing where they put all the things that happened during the year at the back of your yearbook when you were in school. This would make it, right? Pokemon oh, Go. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine the other night. Try, we were just kind of trying to think, like, in the video game world, like, what has ever happened that was like this before? And the only thing I can come up with is, like, again, the Wii craze and we sports when everybody was playing we right. bowling and having parties around it and yeah you know uh but i think like, even that craze doesn't match this because you're, no, you're talking about no, having to, you're talking about having to spend money on an expensive system yeah and it's in your living room just free like and everybody has a phone pretty much yep. no I, I agree completely there's, except my eight-year-old daughter who like keeps it. begging me for one ridiculous for what a cell phone oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're eight no <laughs> <laughs> but um i think that's that kind of covers like the negativity associated with it but i think the, for me the positive far far outweighs the negative um oh yeah totally but there have been some bugs with the game and i think we'd be remiss if we weren't 
talking about those. I mean, everything, when you have something new, you definitely go through some growing pains. And I, and I do think the app's going through some growing pains. I, I don't think they were ready for the, um, for the amount of people, um, that would be interested in this, as we know, Nintendo never is. Uh, I'm looking right. at you, Amiibos. Um, <laughs> right. And, and limited edition, uh, you know, uh, 3DSs and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's been some problems with tracking, which we've already discussed. Um, GPS, sometimes mine will say GPS not found. That usually corrects itself fairly quickly. Um, yeah. I don't feel like I miss up on anything. One of the big problems I've had is capture lockup. Uh, when I capture something, It'll just, when I capture Pokemon, my screen will just freeze and lock up. Are you having that issue? Yep, that's a that's a very widespread problem. Yeah. Uh, again, just being on the internet and talking to people in, in, in internet groups and mm-hmm. happens to my wife all the time. It's yeah. a, that's a very common issue. Now, a lot of people, uh, most of the time for me, anytime it's happened, when I rebooted the game, I actually had the Pokemon yes. that was that yes. was being caught at the mm-hmm. time. But I've yep. read, I've talked to people online that they said, nope, I didn't get it. Like I yeah. got totally screwed out of it. So mm. yep. it's, it's kind of an issue. Yeah, yeah, it's a pain. But um, uh, a lot of times I have to continually reset. Um, I My sound gets knocked out a lot of times by like incoming text notifications and stuff like that. And oh, okay. I turned the music off because I thought maybe it would help the battery issue if oh, there wasn't okay. constant sound pumping out of the speaker. Uh, so I wear headphones when I walk, and I like it. I like to be able to hear it. Oh, okay. The music's okay. kind of... I, I like the music of the game, which I should mention. It's kind of like inspirational, kind of driving. You know, it makes you want to walk. I kind of like it. I like to yeah. hear it when stuff pops up, you know, and, and that way I don't have to stare at my phone when I'm walking. I can be aware of my surroundings. Um, and so, um, but it all, my phone, your phone also vibrates, um, when stuff pops up too. So I can hold it in my hand as I'm walking and listening on headphones. But, um, and so that's typically what I do for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to reset. Um, sometimes stops aren't showing up or I'm unable to use a stop. I'll go buy it and it, and it won't interact. Um, yeah. And, that's and a lot annoying. of times when it resets, it takes like an additional minute for yeah. it to actually be able to, to for you to spin it again and get your items yeah yeah so uh so you know just some aggravations some growing pains and i'm sure that you know it has to, a lot to do with um all the use and yeah. uh, you know the, the millions of people that are using this app and that they weren't expecting and I, and I know they'll get these things worked out and uh but to be honest i mean has this affected your enjoyment of the app in any way I gotta say, in in a certain, from a certain point of view, it, it has actually mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the the frustration of not being able to get on yeah. uh, is starting to get to me sometimes. Yeah, today was um, bad. <laughs> today it's been very bad. Before today, um, I might have said no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and I mean, having not been involved with the microtransaction, like I've seen a couple debates where somebody will say, like, "Look, it's a free app," like. We can't complain, but I, first of all, I don't agree with that. If even if it's free, if somebody, you know, provides you with some kind of service, you have every right to speak up if it's sure. not acting as it was intended to. And the other thing is, we talked about um, the the items that you can buy that that have cool off periods. Like, and if you if you pop a lure and the site goes down or the servers go down you you're you're done you just lost your lure that you might have paid real money for sure sure 
Sure. So that that's a real issue. Um, and I wonder how many people, how many players they're going to lose because of it. Um, yeah. I was talking to my wife today and she said she hasn't played seriously in a couple of days just because the servers are down so much. I mean, mm-hmm. she wants to. She actually went. I, she was on earlier before we got on the air today and I could not get on. So she actually went out without me. But I really hope they can fix this because I think it has so much potential and they're promising updates that are going to make the game even better. And I mean, the sky's the limit with what they can do to make this app attractive to people. They can add uh, more generations of Pokemon. They can, they're going to add trading that you can just trade with people. Oh, wow. I can't wait till they have um, just head-to-head battling. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, I don't know how they're going to do that without having uh, basically like boosting. Like if, if you matched up like if you could just fight where wherever you wanted without impunity, you you could probably devise a way to boost your XP by mm-hmm. fighting against. You know, if I was just to sit there and grind fighting with my wife or a friend or something, I don't know. I, I feel like that when they have head to head, which is something they've talked about, that there there will be some kind of like exploits for it. But who knows? That's for them to figure out. You know. Sure. Um, but yeah, the the crashing issues and they got. I mean, last Saturday they got hacked um, and they got DDoSed by some hacker group and taken down for like three hours. Um, <laughs> and that's a that's a problem when you when you get big like this, you know, mm-hmm. that's you become a target for uh, cyber crimes or whatever you want to say, hacking. Um, and that just kind of stinks. I, I and every time a new country comes online, you know, it's going to crash, you know. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, Thanks, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a really long answer to your question. But as of yet, it has not stopped me from wanting to play and wanting yeah. to continue to play and wanting to see yeah. how they make it better and what features they're going to add. And, want you know, I still just want to level up and catch yeah. Pokemon, you know. Yeah. I, I think there's probably a lot of people out there who are a lot more upset about it than I am um, for for reasons of... You know, I'm not trying to level up quick. I'm not trying to, you know, take over gyms or, you know, battle. I'm using this as something fun to do while I'm walking and exercising, you know, and mm-hmm. and that's what it is for me. If it, if it goes down, I'm not going to not go on my walk. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just going to listen to a podcast yeah. when I walk instead. So um, for, for someone like me, it, you know, it, it, it it's not troubling, but I can understand how it could be for, you know, other people you know, um, who have, um, you know, different views of this, you know? Um, yeah. And there's, there's people who, I I mean, we didn't even really get into this when we were talking about the positive effects, but there are people who are like learning to overcome social anxiety by playing this game. There are people who, you know, I've read stories of, uh, autistic children who are making social interactions that they've never made before because of this game. Mm -hmm. And, that kind of, uh, you know, if, if you're in that situation, that, that could hurt if you can't, you know, can't right. get on for a full day or whatever. You might regress or whatever. Like, I don't even know. There's some, you know, deeper psychological things that I'm not qualified to, you know, <laughs> offer my take on. But I've, right. I've heard anecdotally of people uh, 
just overcoming social anxiety and stuff like that. So, yeah. So do you, I've heard this, um, several people have commented on this as just being a fad. Um, do you think this is a fad or do you think this is something that's going to eventually prosper? That's a great question. And that's one of the things like this, this podcast is going to be outdated by the time (laughs) people hear it. You know what I mean? Like every, I mean, the game's only been out for two weeks and every day it's something new and there's people figuring things out and, you know, there will be new strats tomorrow that haven't been discovered today. You know what I mean? Like, right. Um, but I, I really, it's really fun to speculate about where this is going to go. And Mm -hmm. is it a bubble? Like, is it, are people just kind of hooked on it now and, and everybody's going to drop it like a bad habit in a couple of weeks or, Will will Niantic be able to add features that will keep new users coming on while retaining the users it already has? Mm-hmm. I hope it's not a fad, and I I hope that even if even if it's not Pokemon, if there's something else, I I kind of hope this is a new uh, kind of step forward with gaming and and this mm-hmm. whole like AR gaming, GPS gaming. Right. Uh, you know, this developer had a game called Ingress, which Right. They used all their data from Ingress to kind of make the po- the Pokestops and gyms. Uh, they took the landmarks from Ingress and a lot of the data from finding Pokemon. There's a lot of people like kind of investigating Ingress because it turns out there's like a connection between what Pokemon are, where, what, you know, where they are uh, based on the data in Ingress. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they made that game and it was reasonably popular. I never played it, but I heard a lot about it on some various gaming podcasts over the past couple of years. And, you know, it sounded so fascinating. I just never got into it. Something about it, it didn't hook me, but, but this, I don't know what it is, but I just, I, I hope that it does continue to prosper. I hope it does not just burn out and it's not like, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of people, uh, compare it to uh, the game Draw Something. Have you yeah. ever played that? Do you remember that one? Yes. So that one just burnt out. Nobody's playing Draw Something anymore. So yeah. I, I, I hope it doesn't happen to, to Pokemon Go, but it's it really has the potential, especially if the if the servers keep crashing, if they can't keep the game stable, if they can't keep it online. Like, that's going to hurt them a lot, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, just to follow up with that... Um, you know, just talking about what they're going to have to do to keep it alive. You mentioned some of the new features and, and things like that that um, uh, that you were reading about that they were considering, you know, like head-to-head battling additions of, uh, you know, addition of new Pokemon and things like that. I, I really don't think just adding new Pokemon is going to keep, you know, keep this game going. Um, you know, they're going to they're have to do something else, uh, you know, besides just the gems, um, you know, to, to keep... Yeah. To, to have some sort of other interactive feature, I like the idea of trading. Uh, that'll that'll be really cool um, if you're able to do that. Um, yeah, um, and that has been confirmed as like they're doing that. They're going to roll it out hopefully soon. Yeah, that's not just a like a rumor or anything. Yeah, so. yeah, that, that'll be that'll be really nice. Um, yeah. Well, what do, what do you think? Like, I mean, do I think it's just a fad? Um, yeah, yeah. Right now, I think it is. Um, I think it's not past the point of 
that, you know, we can judge it as not being a fad, you know, or not something that's going to be a fad. I think right now it's, it's burning so hot, yeah. uh, that it, it seems like it's going to be a fad. Um, I, I, I really think that that's the direction it's going right now. Um, like you said, it, only time will tell if we can label it that, but, um, all indications from the get go is that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I, I hate can to say it. I, I kind of, I was thinking about this a little today and I thought there will be a time probably in the next couple of months where you're going to see a ton less people walking around and it's going to be like, Oh, you're still playing Pokemon go. Oh, me too. Like, (laughs) you know, you want to go fight that gym together? Like, I, I don't think it's going to be as much of an automatic thing that when you walk past a bunch of people, you know, they're playing Pokemon. I think it's like life will kind of go back to normal and right. We might have to use our the connections we've made in real life with people we know are playing the game yeah. and kind of the people who are hardcore about it will just have to kind of stick together and yeah. support the game, you know? Yeah, and that's one thing we haven't found out yet. I mean, is there a level cap? Are they going to raise that? You know, it just depends on, you know, how far it goes. I mean, that's what they did sort of with Warcraft was they, you know, created new dungeons and, uh, you know, kept raising the level, uh, the level cap and sort of degrading everything you had when you were at the top and making you right. know, better stuff um, as it went through. Um, if you hear a squeaking noise, it's my dog. She's trying to get my attention. <laughs> she oh, can hear okay. me in here. She's kind of squeaking outside. But um, What's her CP? Is she... <laughs> Is she a poison type? Or? She's a fluffy type. <laughs> fluffy type. I can tell you that. She needs a haircut. But, um, <laughs> You know, I, I, I like what you've been saying, and I think one of the great things about this, and the point you really touched on that I liked, was that, you know, this is something we haven't seen before, really, to this extent, with this type of, you know, new technology and using the cell phone to do something like this. I, I mm-hmm. would like to see other things, and I mentioned this as one of my questions I had written down. What other types of games would you like to see using a similar engine? You know, um, right. I, I thought about the other day, and man, if they would have gotten this game out at the beginning of the year, and then they would have used this engine to make a Ghostbusters game right before the movies. Oh yeah, same. That would have been killer. Like going around yeah. catching ghosts, you know, just yeah, a you lot know. of the same principles. Yeah, I mean, you could use basically the same engine, maybe you know, a different type of, you know, way to manipulate the touch screen, you know, to capture them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that would be fantastic as well. You know, just taking different things around the same engine and maybe breathing some life into it, and that might be a way for them to go. You know. Yeah, I think, I and I think you know the developer Niantic is going to have, you know, because from what I understand, they're independent. They're going to have a lot of people knocking on their door for their, you know, talents. Until Nintendo buys them out. Yeah, possibly. (laughs) That could happen. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and we already, you you had mentioned, um, if um, we'd already talked about, I had the question, uh, it's going to make you consider picking up any Pokemon games. And I had mentioned it, you know, I, I'm thinking about maybe picking out some of the earlier ones, um, yeah. if they're still available to be found. Uh, but um, how about yourself? You said you've been playing some Black. Are you, you you're enjoying that? And you're gonna uh, are you gonna pick up some of the older games? Do you think, or are you just gonna stick with the newer ones? Um, I you do have your Retron, so yeah, I have the I have the Retron Five, so I can play you know any of those handheld games. Um, 
Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying Pokemon Black. I I must have been mistaken. I I thought I once heard that like Pokemon Black was one of the better games in the in the series, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't know any better because I haven't played any other ones. But I've actually looked into it again and found it's kind of like a more divisive game. It was made by uh, I don't want to talk out of turn. I don't, I'm not really an expert here, but I think it was made by like the B team of the developers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I like it. And if mm-hmm. I mean, I'm only like two hours into it. I just, sure. I really just wanted to experiment with yeah. it and kind of see what the gameplay was like. But I, I honestly got hooked on it and, um, I would, uh, if, if a Game Boy or Game Boy Advance game of Pokemon fell into my lap, as soon as I determined whether or not it was a pirate, because Pokemon games, as we know, are, uh, some of the most pirated games on the planet. Oh, um, absolutely. I, I would definitely give it a shot. Um, I know some of the, the old, or I've heard rather that some of the older Game Boy games, like the original games, are a little bit slow, a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, archaic mechanically. Yeah, sure. Um, Which you would expect from a retro yeah, game. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would love to have more, more uh, actual Pokemon games in my collection for sure. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, well, uh, yeah. actually, before we jump in the next topic, I just want to reiterate, like, as we close out this discussion, um, just that, you know, we're doing this podcast because you and I said, like, this game is changing our lives. It's changing the world. We have to talk about this. And like we just said, in a couple months, it might not be that way. We might not care about Pokemon. We'll say Pokemon what? Oh, that cell phone game we were all crazy about. Who knows? Who knows where this is going to go? But like at this moment, within two weeks of the launch of this game, it is something that is so special it, that it's kind of hard to put into words. And, and we've discussed the nuts and bolts of it, and we've mm-hmm. talked about the gameplay, everything. And it's just, there's just something about it, man. I, and I don't even know. I don't know. I, I just want to just reiterate what a special thing this is to me on a personal level, to to the world, to society. Like, yeah. it kind of can't be overstated. I mean, yep. I, 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 yeah, I just wanted to to reiterate that. Like, no, oh, it it uh, you know obviously made me do a one eighty. You know, with my thoughts on uh, you know the series and. You know, had a lot of disdain, you know, going into retro game shops and just hearing people, you know, younger than me just talking about, oh, this Pokemon game, I remember this Pokemon game, this Pokemon, this is the best one, this and that. Just, you know, frustration and disgust has turned into, okay, I get it now. This is something that, you know, was very cherished in, you know, certain people's childhoods that they loved. And, um, you know, I, I understand it a lot more now. And I'm, I'm, it's definitely made me more tolerant of it, you know, and uh, made me to, um, you know, even want to maybe even seek it out. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it is something special, as I've mentioned. You know, I just, um, you know, one thing I can't reiterate enough is is, is how it came along and, and the time it kind of came along. It, it Obviously not on purpose, but um, just it's just nice to see people happy and enjoying themselves, out enjoying mm-hmm. themselves and, and being a part of, people's happiness and enjoying themselves you know yep. that, that that's special whether it be yeah. just my kids or you know me and my kids are going downtown and seeing like when I, when I took my kids downtown i showed you, i sent you some pictures um took my kids downtown and um last friday night and 
we were um, of about 200 people, like in yeah. our Center City Park, like playing. It's amazing. Yeah, it it is. It's so awesome. Yeah. So, but um, you know, um, we're gonna get a little off topic here. I, I didn't want to talk. It's a little off topic because we're talking about Nintendo and um, how their stock is soaring right now and how it's just a a great time for Nintendo. And we're kind of nice to see them come out of the cellar. Um, it's just something, you know, <laughs> something, a company that's very dear to me and I would hate to ever, you know, think about it ever going away. Right. Uh, but they've announced this, um, recently, like within the last week, um, this NES mini, um, basically, um, it's a, um, HDMI, um, system, a small version that actually looks like the original Nintendo, um, that actually has 30 games housed on it. It's going to be selling. Um, I, I'm not sure when it's coming out, but it's, um, going to be selling for around $60 and, um, seems like a lot of people are excited about this. There's a lot of people excited about this that, um, have kind of surprised me that they're yeah, excited about here. this. Um, I'm not as excited about this as a lot of people are. Um, and a big part of that is I already own the games, uh, that are going to come out on it and, uh, a big part of playing these games is to me and, 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 and my thought about it is um, playing the originals, the things that, that I cherish from my childhood and, you know, even playing them on a lower grade TV, like I played on in my childhood. There's something to be said about that for the nostalgia factor, uh, you know, playing like, um, you know, games, older Nintendo games with beautiful sprites on my HD TV. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not into that, but with that said, I think it's a brilliant marketing strategy by Nintendo. I think, I think, I think this is brilliant. And and as someone, as someone said, this is this type of thing that people are going to be picking up at like their local, like drugstore as a Christmas present, last minute Christmas present. Oh, this will be great. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to spend about 50, 60 bucks. Oh, this is perfect. You know, I remember they used to have a Nintendo growing up. They'll love this. For the collector, yeah. um, there's a part of this, like, for the collector side, too. It, it's cool that this is, because to me, this is a glorified plug-and-play. Let's just be honest. I agree. But it is officially licensed by Nintendo, which is is kind of cool. And I can understand why people who are collectors would want to have this as a quote unquote console. I, I don't I don't know if I consider it a console, but um Yeah, there's I, a I can understand I, why people would want it. Yeah, me too. I, I when I first saw this was announced and uh I did see <laughs> some of our friends who were like drooling over it and I kind of I couldn't understand. I mean, even I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge NES player, but I have an NES. I have a Retron five and I'd like to say I own pretty much every NES game I would want to own. I don't have a huge NES collection, but, um, I just thought like, why, why would people like us want this? Mm-hmm. And the other thing too, that has me kind of scratching my head is I've, I've debated or whatever, talked to people about um, not wanting digital copies of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, like what what you said, Rich, was right on the money. This is this is basically a plug a plug and play, and we've we've seen uh, the Atari Flashback consoles mm-hmm. that they've yep. put out over the years. And television, uh, yeah, done, exactly. They've done Genesis. You can buy it at Bed Bath and Beyond. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, so I, I, like you, I think Nintendo is doing what they do best, which is selling you their old games again and again and again. And mm-hmm. I, I've even said on the air, on record, how many times I've bought Super Mario 3 in different iterations and versions sure, of it. Sure. So I'm not immune to it. I'm not above it. You know what I mean? Oh, right, right. Um, but I just, just part of me is just like, uh, I don't get it from the from the collector's aspect of it. The one thing I do like, the one thing that I think is kind of neat, kind of neat is that they're using their, uh, the controller input is the proprietary jack that's on the bottom of a Wii remote. Mm. So you can actually use uh, a Wii classic, uh, controller on this thing. But conversely, what's even cooler is you can use a controller that comes with this thing, which is, uh, you know, a recreation original NES controller, right? on your Wii through the Wiimote. So mm. I think that's kind of neat. And you can, uh, supposedly they're reporting you can buy the controller separately. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. that would be up my alley. But yeah. that's, um, I don't know, it's just weird. I'm not I'm yeah. not trying to, at first I was like, come on, what is this BS? But I'm not, I'm trying not yeah. to be that way, you know? I'm right. just like, okay, I'm, I'm understanding. Yeah. Um, you know, if they came out with a miniature PlayStation two, I would probably want it. So I totally, (laughs) (laughs) I totally understand where some people Uh, are coming from. Yeah. Even if you don't quote unquote need it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. it is. I I think it's cool. And I think that, um, it's kind of, it's a, an individual, an individual thing, how you collect, how you feel about certain things. Like a lot of people who, who, who are like, you know, take my money, like Duke from Collector Cast. He's like, oh, take my money. I love it. Big yeah. Nintendo fan, loves Nintendo. Uh, the fact that this is an officially licensed console, um, you know, he he loves that about it. And and I and I understand that. That that's that's his mentality. He loves everything Nintendo. I mean, he he collects third every any third party Nintendo controller he can find. I mean, that's. You know, I, I get that. You know, because of, of that and the nostalgia he has for it, and, and he owns all these games. Obviously, mm-hmm. he, he's one game away from a complete set. But it, it's you know, it, it's it's that it's that part of it. Um, and um, and and I get that. That it's just that that's not. You know, that's that's. I love my Nintendo, but I, I love other things too. And and it's you know, forking down sixty bucks. I, I wouldn't do that though. It's a, a lot of people complained about the price. I don't really understand that since most of these games if you bought these games for the from the eShop you're looking at $5 a piece which is for 30 games you're looking at 150 bucks you're getting this for 60 right uh, and some of these games not to mention if you wanted physical copies of some of these games sure oh my you know gosh. you're going to pay way more than $60 yeah, so yeah. I, I think their choice of games was pretty good i looked over the list um the one i questioned was pac-man um i don't really get that considering Pac-Man was more of an Atari um, title. Yeah, uh, not Nintendo something title. people associate with the mm-hmm. Nintendo, I agree. Right, and um, um, the omission of Contra is, um, although Super C's on it, but the omission of Contra is just staggering. You know, um, okay. I, I don't know why, if there was some sort of licensing deal, they couldn't get Contra, but the omission of that game is just, unbelievable they they did put super c on there there's you know many other great games are on there kid icarus uh metroid uh legend castlevania one and two legend of zelda and uh, link to the past 
um, you know, your Mario's. Oh, you mean Adventure of Link? Adventure of Link, not Link. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's the Super <laughs> Nintendo game. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I get it. I, I think it's a great gift for, you know, that love of your life who's in their, like, maybe late 30s, early 40s, and you're looking for a, a good Christmas present that they'll just, like, freak out about and be like, oh, my gosh, I had these games when I was younger, you know, and, and, and someone yeah. who's not the collector, you know, hasn't been collecting these games. Um, but on the negative side, uh, wow, I feel like uh, the price and ability to collect the originals is just going to go up even further because people are going to be interested. You can bring more people into the fold of collecting, you know. Yeah, do you, you think that'll be it will be some kind of gateway to I own this thing now I want to go and get the real thing? I think so. I think people are going to get nostalgic for that and saying, "Oh, I would like um you know to own that now." I mean, I know I know okay. Duke for one has several Nintendos that he cleans up and stuff, you know, gets ready to sell. I I can see that I think they're running somewhere around 50 bucks right now, 40 to 50 bucks right now for a loose Nintendo. I can I can definitely see those going up in value. Um, after, after this is released, I think I think people will want to say, "Oh, well, there were some other games that I remember that I liked too," and so you know maybe I might search out one of these old consoles. I, yeah. I do. I don't know how much of an impact, but I think it'll have some. That's very interesting. I didn't think about it that way, and I'm not I'm not sure I even agree with you, but it's definitely yeah. an interesting. I, I, uh, I could be completely wrong. Yeah, <laughs> about that, but I think that I think that there will be some people out there who will get the nostalgia bug again for it and, and maybe some games that they played growing up and want to play them and revisit, you know? Yeah. And how, like you said, I, I want Nintendo to be successful, quite sure. frankly. Absolutely. I want them to sell a gazillion of these things. So, you know, good on them. I hope, I hope it's a runaway success. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, cool, man. Uh, I think that's going to bring us to the end here. Um, two hours of Pokemon go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, you know, Again, these these sidecasts are really fun, and you know, to the listeners, uh, we appreciate you checking us out, and and we're trying to do something a little different, kind of you know, expand our horizons a little bit, and not just be, uh, not that we feel trapped. I was going to say trapped in the playthrough. We love we love doing those shows, <laughs> but to to be able to just kind of casually come on and do something different every once in a while. Um, yeah, hit us up on RF Generation. Leave uh, some comments. Let us know. Let yeah, us know what, what you think about these sidecats. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Sean. I appreciate you joining. Uh, hate we lost Floyd, but uh, again, uh, maybe he can uh, either you know uh, post a post a little message or something on here about his thoughts about it, or uh, at least uh, give some feedback in the forum. So. Yep. Absolutely. All, All right, right, man. It was a good show. Good talking to you. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you.